You are listening to The Magnetic Podcast with Milana Saranac, corporate lawyer turned six-figure online entrepreneur. Here, we talk all things soulful sales, launch strategies, mindset hacks, and behind-the-scenes secrets of building a magnetic online business that unlocks a life of freedom you don't need an escape from. Welcome to the show. If you have ever agonized over a business decision, if you have ever felt the pressure to do something because that's how it's always been done, I'm doing quotation marks right now, in the online world, or that's how you see other people do it, or you've like overthought something to death, like, should I close doors early? Am I allowed to change my mind? Can I still let people in? Can I drop that new bonus? I said I would launch at this time, but now I've changed my mind and like all the things. If you've had any of those thoughts and you have felt stuck, then today's episode is for you because you're going to find out very quickly that you are so not alone. Every single business owner that I have worked with, including myself, have had these moments of doubt, of like fear of, well, that's how it's done. Can I actually do it differently? And you're going to be given a virtual permission slip to do it your way. And I know we're like, you know, usually like, hey, I don't need a permission slip and you don't need it. Of course you don't need it. But sometimes it's so nice when someone just can hand us that permission and share some stories of like, hey, I did it this way and it all worked out fine. And that's what I want for you in this episode, because it's been such a theme in my programs with my clients recently, talking about permission, talking about the agony of pivoting, talking about breaking the rules and changing your mind in business. And something that I've noticed is so many times they're coming to me as their coach, looking for permission, asking, is this okay? Or they'll spend days or weeks agonizing over something that is like a simple, but like, why wouldn't you just do that decision? Right. And they're like, oh, but like I could do this and it would feel so good. But here's like all the reasons why I feel like I can't. Here's all the things that are telling me I can't. Like I've seen this person do that and therefore I don't think I can, or I've never seen anyone do that. And will people think I'm flaky and da 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 da? Like it goes on and on and on. So like let's untangle some of that stuff and let's talk about this because I really like want you to walk away knowing that you are the freaking CEO of your business and CEOs get to do it their way. They get to make the rules and we forget this so often. We forget it usually because we're coming from a corporate world. Like most of the people I work with have been in some kind of corporate environment or just like a workplace environment. It might not necessarily be corporate, but it's like they've had a boss, they've worked for someone else. And when we grow up in that 
corporate workplace environment, we grow up with this employee mindset, with this like, hey, these are the rules and you have to follow them, right? Regardless. And this is how things are done in this company. And this is the way we do it. And I clearly remember this was so the case for me when I was working as a lawyer. Everything had a rule attached to it. The way that we would email clients had a rule, like you had to say a certain thing in the first sentence and you had to sign off a certain way. And the way you wrote stuff in your email had rules around it. And like the tiniest little things, like if you were attaching a document, you had to bold the word attached, like stupid, tiny little things like that. But that got trained into you from day dot. Like this is how we do it here. And this is how everyone's going to do it. And then what happens when we step out of that employee situation and we become our own boss? We're like, we're looking for other people. We're looking all around us for someone to set the rules, for someone to tell us this is how it is. And we usually subconsciously gather what the rules are by observing other people online. We're like, oh, I see that coach doing this. So that's how I have to do it. And they have done it this way. And that's how I have to do it. And like all of these patterns start to play in, right? Not just from like your workplace, but even like your childhood, even school, like something that I really despised growing up was the authoritative nature of school. I loved school. I was like that nerdy student who loved to go home, do their homework and like do all the things, right? That was me. I actually really enjoyed the academic side of it. What I hated was the authoritarian nature of school, which is like, do what you're told, listen to your teachers, shut up, show up, and like, you'll be successful. And I remember being like young, like young, young, like maybe like nine years old and absolutely like questioning, but why? Why do I have to do this, right? There was this like one incident that stands out so much to me where after lunch, so like when we would have our lunch, you had to put your lunch boxes in this like big basket or whatever. And my cousin, who was also like in the same kind of year group as me, she forgot to put her lunchbox in the lunch basket and she got this like red mark or whatever, right? So there was like this system and even that, like just listen to this, you guys, there's a system, like you get a green tick if you're good and you get a red cross if you're bad. And she got like this red cross because she forgot to put her lunch box in the freaking lunch basket. Like what? And then she got detention and detention equaled like you couldn't play in the play area during um, recess and lunchtime. So the next day you had to sit in this spot and like watch all the other kids play. And I remember being so freaking enraged like, are you kidding me? You're getting detention. You're getting like, you can't play because you forgot something. Like that's normal freaking human behavior. Like what adults never forget shit. Like, is this for real? And then just being enraged that like you get paraded in front of the school as this naughty, like you get this label. It's just like so infuriating. Even just thinking about it now, I'm like, 
getting infuriated because that's what I hated most about school. I hated someone telling me what to do in a like, you don't know what you're doing kind of way. I hated these arbitrary, stupid rules. I just absolutely could not wait to get out of there. And it's probably why I really enjoyed university because at university, you're left to your own devices, right? They're going to tell you what you have to do, like what your assignments are. They're going to kind of like give you the they're going to teach you the materials, but it's from there on, it's up to you. Do you want to show up to lectures? Do not. Like no one cares. No one is going to chase you and say like, hey, you didn't show up to that lecture. Like that's not how it works here. It's up to you, right? So you either show up, you do the work or you don't. And that's how I want to live my life. And this is a thing that spills over into business so much. This is a thing that spills over into business because when we get into business, suddenly we're our own boss and there's no one telling us what the rules are. And one, we feel so uncomfortable. We're like, oh my God, I need to know what the rules are. Like, how do I do this? And when it comes time to make a decision over something, we freak out. Our brains have a meltdown because our nervous system doesn't feel safe in making a decision. Am I allowed to do this? Like, are people going to be mad at me if I do this? Are people going to, you know, throw shade at me if I do this? And it's because we've grown up with this social programming of like good versus bad labels, right? You're good if you follow the rules and you do this and you're bad if you don't. And this is something to really detach from and to let go of in order to step into that empowered AF CEO in your business, right? Because when you operate from the energy of like, what will people think? What will people say? Is this okay? Are they going to like, are they going to, is the world still going to love me if I do this? We give our power away. And I want you to take your power back right now. So when you have a decision to make, when you are making a decision about something, you have the power. And here are some things that my clients ask me often, right? These conversations come up in business and like for them, but also for me in the early days, they would come up a lot, right? For example, say that you've committed to a launch date and you've announced a time when you're going to be launching your program. You're like, hey, this program launches in October or whatever. And there's like people on the wait list are inquiring, they're asking you questions. And then suddenly you're like, no, it doesn't feel right. That's when the discomfort comes. You're like, but I can't change it. I've already said, right? And then these stories pop up of like, well, they're going to think that I'm a flaky person, that I'm unreliable. They're going to be mad at me if I change the date or the time or if I don't go through with it. BS. All of that is BS. And we're going to put a stop to it right now because that is not true at all. You are running your business however you want. And that means you make the rules. So if something doesn't feel aligned, it's actually out of integrity for you to go ahead with it versus out of integrity for you to not go ahead with it, right? So we're so scared of people being like, oh my God, she's not integral. She doesn't follow through. But actually, if you do follow through and you're in this crappy, shitty energy and your business is a service-based business, which means that people are buying into your energy more than anything else, 
you're actually more out of integrity because you're just doing something because the rules said so, because the world said so, because you feel like you need to. And that doesn't serve you and it doesn't serve your ideal clients and it doesn't serve the world and it doesn't give a good precedent to other entrepreneurs either because we see other people and we're like, well, they're pushing through. And it's that whole masculine, just push through, just keep going, just do the things. And I'm so not here for any of that, right? So like when you start to agonize of like, what are they going to think? What are they going to say? I want you to stop and go, no, what actually feels in alignment, right? What's in alignment? What's in integrity? And what feels good? So there are some examples where like I give myself full permission to do whatever the hell I want and to change my mind completely. And there are some times where I will even restrain myself and go like, hey, there, there's like boundaries on what I'm going to change. So like if I have sold a program, like of course I'm going to show up and deliver it, right? I would never be saying to a client like, well, don't worry about it, like, or whatever, unless you're going to go and refund everyone. But there is obviously times as well when it's a question of like, you just need to trust yourself that it's okay. So like commonly people like my clients are going to come to me and they're like, hey, my launch is meant to close on Friday. Am I allowed to keep doors open till Monday? Or like, hey, my launch is closing on Friday, but I actually want to like close it today. Like, I feel like I'm energetically done. Is that okay? And my answer is always like, yes, why the hell not? The only thing that stops you from not doing that is the story that your ego tells you of like, well, what are people going to think? And like, you know, we're not here for that. People ask things like, you know, like I've closed my doors and someone still wants to enroll in my program. Am I allowed to let them in? And like one thing that I like try and teach my clients and that I really encourage them to do is to change their language. So if I ever pick up on them saying things like, am I allowed to, or is that okay? I'll gently remind them that like, I'm here to be the bouncing board and kind of like support them. But like, they need to reword that sentence to not sound like they're asking for a permission. And like, they know that, right? The people that I work with are like incredible, intelligent, extra, like ambitious, amazing women who are like empowered and standing in their own power. But like, we still slip into it. And I do the same. I'll sometimes pick up on myself asking this of my own coaches, being like, is it okay if I do this? And I'm like, wait, no. Like, how can I reword this to be a question of like, hey, I'm bouncing this idea. What do you think? This is what I want to do. Any thoughts, feedback, right? And I love that my clients really embrace that and they really try and word their questions like that. So like, I don't get the victim style questions and I call them victim style because like we're a victim to ourselves, but it's a question of like, what do I do? How do I do it? Which is not an empowering question. An empowering question is like, here's the things that I'm thinking to do. Here's what has worked. Here's what hasn't. Do you have any insights, feedback, so forth, right? That's empowering. Whenever these kind of questions come up, I'm always in there going, okay, well, what feels in alignment? What feels right? And what is still in integrity, right? So like if you've closed doors and you want to let people in, is that in integrity? So let's say you're running a mastermind 
and someone wants to enroll and it's like two months into the program, is it an integrity to let them in? I don't know. It's like up to you to decide, right? Might be, might not be. If you've just done a launch of like a passive course and someone wants to come in the day after doors close, is that an integrity? Again, I don't know. It's up to you to decide. I'll give you two examples from my own business. Very recently, when I launched a passive program and I closed doors, I had two people in like the few days after doors closed wanting to enroll inside. One person literally just found this link online for the checkout page because the sales page is disabled, but they found the checkout page link and literally just clicked on it and enrolled. And then she sent me a DM and she was like, hey, I just enrolled. I hope that's okay. And I was like, no, that's totally fine, right? It was like a passive program. It wasn't like You had to be there for certain modules or anything like that. And like, I trust people to make that decision on their own if they want to be inside. Another person was like, hey, I literally just found you through a reel like yesterday and I want to enroll in this program. I can see you've closed doors can I still be let in? And again, the dis- the answer was like, yeah, that's totally fine. That's an integrity, right? It was like, it felt good. It was in alignment and it was so an integrity. On the other hand, when I was doing the launch for that program, so interesting. And this is like, this happens in launches all the time is that people were messaging me and being like, hey, how can I work with you on a higher level? How can I work with you one-on-one? What do you have available? I see you have a mastermind can I enroll in that? And in that sense, it was like, even though it would have felt good to let people in, it wasn't an integrity or alignment. And it wasn't an integrity or alignment because it's a closed mastermind. So there's a start and end date, the women in there start and finish at the same time. And so like, if I was just letting people in midway, it wouldn't have been integrity, not to the people already inside and not to the person joining, right? I wouldn't have been able to serve them in the highest manner possible. And so that wasn't like a, hey, actually this in this situation, like, no, I can't let you in. My whole point is like, only you can make that decision. Only you know what's in integrity and alignment with your business, right? But before you can make any of those decisions, you need to step into your power as a CEO, into your power and trust in yourself that you can make these decisions, that you're allowed to make these decisions and that you can trust yourself with the decisions you make, right? So if you need to pivot, if you need to pause a launch, if you need to cancel a launch, if you need to cancel a program, you can do that. Another example of something that recently happened is I was in a mastermind call and one of my clients was like, hey, I've been feeling really ill right now. I'm not actually like in my full energy. And I have this person who I've been chatting to and they want to enroll one-on-one with me. And they've been like going back and forth, back and forth. And now she's like ready. I've already sent her the stuff, but now for like personal reasons, I actually cannot, I cannot take on another one-on-one client, right? Like I'm not in my full health, my full energy. What do I do? I feel like I've already promised her. I feel like I've sent her the stuff. How do I even say no? And I was like able to share a story of where that happened in my business because I had someone as well who I had booked in for a session a one-on-one session and I don't 
rarely do them. This was like very ad hoc, very much like someone that I had booked in on the back end. She was in one of my programs and I was really excited to do like a strategy session with her. And we'd been chatting for like a couple of weeks back and forth. We locked in a date. It was a little bit out into the future. And the date like fell like again, a few weeks out. So I was like, yep, this is going to be totally fine. And then in between all of this stuff came up. I realized like I had so much to do. I was in my third third trimester of pregnancy. I had so much to do for my business. My energy was being absolutely drained with like doing wrap-up launches, with supporting the current clients, wrapping them up. And then like I had all of this like pregnancy health stuff come up that was like I needed to prioritize my health and how it's showing up to make sure that I would have a like a healthy rest of my pregnancy and that everything would go smoothly and all the things. And so I realized that, oh my God, I actually cannot do this strategy session because it wasn't just a one-off, like a, a an hour strategy session. It came with some boxes support after. And when I'm committing to something, like I'm committing to it full on. Like if you are coaching with me, you're getting my full attention and support. And that is how I know what my energetic cap is for how many people I can support because I'm like, can I fully show up for this person? Right. And I realized there was no way I could fully show up. Like I would be showing up for 50% and that would be so out of integrity, so out of service to her, right. And her investment and to me as well. And to also like my current clients, because like it would impact everything, impact all the ways that I would show up in my business, all the ways I would show up for current clients, all the ways that I would show up for her. And so I had to agonize for like a good week, even more to like send a message and being like, hey, I'm so sorry, but we actually have to cancel this session. Like I have to cancel it. And it was so hard because it's like saying no to something that you do want to do, but you're like, I actually physically cannot do this and energetically hold the space for this. And I've already committed. So I was like, oh, I've committed. And what is she going to think? Like, what does this mean about me? So on and so forth. Like all these stories start spinning. And at the end of the day, it didn't freaking matter. It didn't matter because all that mattered was, was it in integrity? Was it in alignment? was it a feel-good decision? And I knew what the, the like right decision was, but it was really hard coming to that. And so I totally understand if you're going through moments of like all of those thoughts when you have to make these decisions. It doesn't matter how far along in business you are or how early in business you are, like the thoughts will still come up, but it's knowing how to process them. And I know that if this was me like a year ago, I would have just done it. I would have gone, no, just suck it up. Just do it. Like, don't be a whiny crybaby. Like, just do it. You've already committed. That's it. And that's not how I operate my business anymore. Like, I go back to my core values. I'm like, hey, am I actually acting in alignment? And then I'm like, also, you are the CEO, Milana. You are the freaking CEO of your business and you have full permission. You can pivot, you can change your mind, you can break the rules as long as it is a feel-good decision. It's in alignment and it's in integrity. Those are like my three kind of golden threads that I check off 
when I am making these decisions to pivot. And I've made decisions like that all throughout my business. I've made decisions to close doors early to launches. I've made decisions to extend launches. I've made decisions to drop all kinds of bonuses and discounts that I wasn't planning to do. I've made decisions to not launch something that I was going to do. I've changed dates for when masterclasses would be and all the things because I've been able to tick it off by these three kind of rules that I've set for myself, right? So I hope by me sharing this with you and sharing some of these stories, you also feel like you can step into your power and you can set guidelines for yourself. Maybe they're really similar to mine. Maybe there's something different. It doesn't matter. And I hope that you feel empowered to let go of any of the programming, conditioning, social craziness that we've grown up in that's told you that you need someone's permission to do this stuff. So like, I want you to feel empowered to break those rules and make new ones, the ones that feel good to you. I am so excited to know there is a whole wave of entrepreneurs breaking the freaking rules, breaking the social norms. And you listening to this, you are one of them, which is incredible. So I hope this served you. I hope you loved it. And I will catch you in the next episode. Just real quick before you go, if you found value in today's episode, I would so appreciate it if you took a moment to just take a screenshot and tag me in your Instagram story at Milana Sarnak. It really helps to get the message out there and it would mean the world to me. And until next time, remember, the biggest risk is living a safe life. It is time to play big. Your moment is now.